G'day, it's Sunday, I'm Scott Gibbons and this is On The Road. So if you're ready to be on the road, I'm ready to be on the road, let's get on the road together and we're going to learn all about caravans and motorhomes and maybe some camper trailers and tents and places to go and see. We're going to explore Australia together. This is going to be fun. If you're ready, fasten the seatbelt, we're on the road. G'day, it's Sunday, I'm Scott Gibbons, and we're on the road together. Now, where are we going on the road to today? Well, what about a pretty place in South Australia called Gulwa, G-O-O-L-W-A, and there's a holiday park down there called Holiday Parks Down Under, and you've got Family Adventures, you've got the Tourist Park, which is near Lake Alexandrina. It's an hour south of Adelaide, just an hour south of Adelaide, so you can explore dunes, you can put your four-wheel drive onto a sandy beach, uh, you can gasp if you want to at the Murray's Mighty Mouth or you can ride Australia's oldest steel railway and then you can shelter under a campsite or a cabin you've got options for everything it's just it's just wonderful but you've got so much going on but Gulwa was declared a state heritage area in 1987 and it offers stunning streetscapes and carefully maintained jetty and heritage railway if you're a history buff a heritage railway has got to be good value, eh? And you can easily lose a few hours at the Gulwa National Trust Museum and the Gulwa Motor Museum. Oh, how good would that be? Gulwa, G-O-O-L-W-A. I'm putting it on my list now. And then you can ride the cockle train for the South Australian Whale Centre, which is at Victor Harbour. And Victor Harbour, let me tell you, is just pretty, 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 pretty. Uh, and if it's still there, they had a little donut shop right down the end of the jetty, and, oh, the donuts there, just, oh, magic, magic. And then you can board the Oscar W paddle steamer, and that docks at the Gulwa jetty, and from there you can cruise to the pristine Salt Lake Network within the Coorong National Park as well, and all within a stone's throw, they say, from the Gulwa's trendy dining district. So from Gulwa, you can reach Hindmarsh Island, by bridge for striking views of the Murray River mouth at Sugars Beach, and you can see animals in their native habitats at the Urumbira Wildlife Reserve. So fabulous, but Gulwa's terrific. The Gulwa Barrage protects Lake Alexandrina from birds or for where the seals and the birds and the anglers chase fish in the gentle fresh waters and they circle it on the raised boardwalk and straddle its waves with higher gear. You can get higher gear from the Gulwa's jet ski place too as well. Uh, and for, uh, for a gentle experience, you can cast out or splash on the waves at the Gulwa foreshore overlooking Encounter Bay. There's plenty of things to do there for the kids. So you can let the kids unwind at the half basketball court or the cubby house or the sand pit or the toddler play area. And there's a jumping pillow and two heated pools and a small under one's, one's a small undercover one. And one's with the slide for the bigger kids. And the kids, young and old, you'll love the skateboard park, you'll love the BMX park. It's just fabulous. So you'll, you'll have a good time there. Uh, it's pet friendly. It's pet friendly, so that's fine. If your animals are taller trained, they're, they're more than welcome. And there's cabins if you need a cabin. So if you don't have your van yet or you can't be yet, or maybe you're just going down there and you don't want to tow the thing, then you can have a really nice holiday undercover. Have your pick. There's budget four-person cabins for two, uh, and you can have a, a two-family cabin if you want, which is terrific. Uh, if you're in a wheelchair or mobility impaired, then you can enjoy all the comforts and the ease of a six-person cabin and that's got a modified bathroom and entry ramp and all the things. So there's happy hour. If you want happy hour, you've got it. You'll find new faces at the Caravan Park's shared facilities. So this is just terrific. This is just terrific. So camping 
at the Goolwa Camping and Tourist Park. It, it's a lovely caravan. It's five minutes drive from Goolwa. You've got free Wi-Fi. If you're travelling with a self-sufficient rig, such as a caravan or a motorhome or a fifth-wheeler, then there's a handy dump point on site. And there's a large grass campground for your canvas empire if you want to go with your tent. So that's terrific. That's that's called holidayparksdownunder.com.au. Holidayparksdownunder.com.au. And the one you're looking for is Gulwa. G-O-O-L-W-A. And if you're looking for other good things, then we always push Australia, don't we? We love the Australian year. And a Cobra, how do you get more Australian than a Cobra? Because the Cobra hats. A-K-U-B-R-A. A-K-U-B-R-A. They're an Australian icon. They've been around for over 130 years. And they make the legendary... I mean, I've got an Akubra. I've had my Akubra, gee, how long? I guess forever. Been making fur felt hats in Australia from... Uh, it, the Akubra is synonymous with the landscape of Outback Australia. But they make it from, from rabbit. They make it from rabbit. So it's terrific. The family have moved... Confidently into the new century, releasing a range of quality belts as well as luggage and accessories. And it's premium rabbit fur felt that they use. It's how Akubra ensures their hats are made to the highest standard. People come from all around the world when they're allowed to. When they're allowed to, before this silly virus thing took hold, uh, people would come all the way from around the world just to get an Akubra. So the choice of materials results in exceptional looking hat that's been designed, it's durable and you can hold it up in rain or hail or shine and because the hats are handmade, the Akubra Archive uh, complete control through an 11 step production process and that's how they managed to be the best hat in Australia and they've got their worldwide reputation. And that's the thing, you know, look, to buy an Akubra, they do it properly. You might pay a little more than you can for a Chinese one. You can go into a into a tourist shop and you'll find a, a zillion hats there for sale. And if you open them up or, or turn them over, have a look at the little label, and it might have an Australian name, an Australian name, but then it says made in China. Don't do it, folks. Don't do it. Look after Australia. Right now with this virus thing, you know how valuable Australian production is. You know how valuable Australian production is. So you've got to do it. But they've got a wide range of styles. You've got country and western and summer and straw and lifestyle and heritage. There's an Akubra hat for everyone. For sun protection, sun protection is not only a great looking hat, but you've got exceptional protection from the sun. Akubra hats have got a UPF 50 plus sun protection rating and they're classified as excellent, excellent under the UPF classification system. And that is the highest possible rating that can be achieved, whether you're working or relaxing. So a Cobra, there's no other option, just a Cobra. And then you've got the belts, and that's a wide range of casual and work and dress belts and various colours, various width. They're all manufactured in Australia using quality vegetable tan leathers. So that's terrific. Same same standards as the hats, same standards. And then you've got your luggage and accessories, and, that's for, and they're made from high-quality Australian leather. And the range includes men's and women's wallets and bags. So, hey, go onto their website. Go onto Akubra or go onto everythingaustralian.com.au. Everythingaustralian.com.au. You have a look at that. You will find a hat there that's going to be good for you. You'll find some boots there for you. You'll find some clothing, some camping, some bags and backpacks and whatever you want. You're going to find it all. If you're going to find it all, my aim is to please you. My aim is to please you and the executive song. Do you remember the executives? By golly, this was a great song. This is the executives. My aim 
is to please you. And, and it is. Every Sunday, my aim is to please you with new information, fresh stuff that you can use for your camping, your holidays, your caravanning, your motorhoming, whatever you're doing. And we're having a good time. Hey, it's Sunday. It's Scott Gibbons. I'm with you. Let's listen to My Aim is to Please You, the executive. The executives, aren't they so good? And when you speak of so good, then you've got to think of Heron Forbes. If you think of Heron Forbes, you've got to think Machinery House. And if you want machinery, if you want really, really good stuff, not the toys, the real good stuff, you've got to go to Heron Forbes Machinery House. Now, the beauty thing is they have an incredible range. And I popped in there the other day. I popped into the Northmead branch the other day. And they've got pilot air compressors, pilot air compressors. So good. Now, what's so good about these? They're Australian. They're Australian designed, they're Australian built, and they come in 
anything from 16 litre, 50 litre, uh, you've got 100 litre, you've got a whole range. And these are Pilot Air air compressors. So if your garage needs an air compressor, if your workshop needs an air compressor, if you need tools, rural tools, then you go to Heron Forbes Machinery House. Now, where are they? Well, they're in Sydney, they're in Melbourne, they're in Brisbane, they're in Perth. And they've been around since 1930. They're Australian, been around since 1930. And the best thing is you can become a machinery housemate, a machinery housemate, which means all you do is go to machineryhouse.com.au forward slash sign up, machineryhouse.com.au forward slash sign up, and you'll receive $70 worth of free discount vouchers. $70 worth. So machineryhouse.com.au they are sensational. You look after them because they're good people. Now, if you want something else that's good, then you've got to get a river caravan. And river caravans, where do you get river caravans? Paravans. Paravans. You know paravans. I know paravans. They are great. Paravans. You give them a call. 4577-5577-4577-5577. Now, the river caravans, they were established, wow, 10 years ago, March 2010. So happy anniversary to them. And after a thorough grounding in the caravan industry, they now build a prestige top-end caravan with many luxurious and stylish features included as standard, while still giving you incredible value for money. So Sal and Rita at River Caravans, they pride themselves in the attention to detail and especially in their attention to dealers because their dealer is Paravans at Windsor. So you've got, to, you've got to appreciate that. And they really enjoy the features they put into the van. So they employ the best tradespeople. They use market-leading materials to deliver a superbly finished Australian-made caravan. Australian-made. We know what's going on. Hey, stick with Aussie. Don't, don't sort of let this thing disappear. And then you think, oh, I'll go back and buy imported stuff. No, 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 no. We stick with Aussie stuff. And they've got a full range. They've got the Diamantina. You'll like the Diamantina. It's fabulous. If you go on to the Paravans website, you can have a look at all of these. There's the Dominator. There's the Eliminator. And how do you get to Paravans? Well, Paravans are really, really easy to find. 4577-5577. They're in 40 or 38 to 40 Milam Street at Windsor in New South Wales. And you just give them a call because they are... Wonderful, wonderful people. If you want to find them, it's Paravans, P for Peter, A-R-R-A-V-A-N-S, paravans.com.au. Good, good, good people. Now, the other thing you've got to be aware of, the other thing you've got to be aware of is where are you going? Where are you going? So, without a hitch, did a beautiful little survey, and it's called Ningaloo Reef versus the Great Barrier Reef. So, the famous coral reefs that flourish along both sides of our enormous continent offer wildly different experiences for Aussie travellers, so large that you can see it from outer space. So Queensland's Great Barrier Reef is an endless collage of islands and reefs and barely there sand caves, but the ultra-accessible Ningaloo Reef offers more intimate encounters at an unbeatable price. So when we're allowed to travel again, when we're allowed to go and see our Aussie mates, this is one of the things you've got to put on the to-do list. So to find out how Ningaloo sizes up against Australia's big gun, the Great Barrier Reef, uh, they did some rating on it and on uh, the underwater action, the affordability and the tourist park accommodation. So the Great Barrier Reef, it stretches more than 2,000 kilometres from Bundaberg to Cape York and it's made up of 600 islands, 2,900 separate reefs and 300 coral caves. So the World Heritage Area rates it as one of the seven natural wonders of the world. How good is that? Seven 
It's in the top seven natural wonders of the world. Now, there's a dizzying number of ways to explore its remarkable diversity of marine life that includes six of the world's seven turtle species, all endangered. All of them are endangered. Now, one of the world's most important dugong populations and the migratory humpbacks and Antarctic and dwarf minke whales. So the Great Barrier Reef species list is off the charts. You've got 1,625 kinds of fish, 350 hard corals, 133 species of sharks and rays. But it's the interconnectivity of these life forms and their habitats that make the Great Barrier Reef one of the world's most important coral reef ecosystems. And you can access the reef. You can. You can access the reef from hundreds of hotspots along the Queensland coast or with quality tourist parks. But you need to factor in your budget and the extra expensive ferry rides and boat tours and uh, island accommodation and scenic flights and resort escapes and scuba diving lessons because some of these are just bucket list things to do. And there's affordable, there's under $100 per person day trips. So if you want to do it on the cheap side, good you, good you. So for a cheap thrill, you can book a secluded National Park Island campsite. For how much? $5.95 a person per night. $5.95 a person per night. By golly, Australia's wonderful, isn't it? So then you've got the Wild West Ningaloo, and that's off Western Australia's remote coral coast, where Ningaloo Reef sweeps close to the shore and the campers park their rigs at rustic beachfront nooks and they walk just mere metres to explore Australia's most accessible coral reef. So for self-sufficient travellers, happy to forgo showers <laughs> for daily drift dives and enjoy salty happy hours as the sun goes down, the incredible pristine wilderness offers the most affordable reef experiences you're likely to find anywhere in the world. So in this remote location, wildlife encounters are mind-blowing, mesmerising on onlookers uh, with rarely seen mating rituals and feeding frenzies and close encounters with just-born young. So the mass spawning of corals in March and April lure whale sharks, the world's largest fish. If, if you haven't seen a whale shark, oh my golly gee, oh golly golly golly. So along with manta rays and migrating humpbacks that linger until November when the sea turtles return to their birthplace in their dunes. So there's so much more to find out, so much more to find out. I think, I don't think you can choose between them. I think you've got to go and do both, and that's what we do in Australia, isn't it? We travel, we go and see them all. We go and see all the things we want to. And if you want to see all the things you want to, then you're going to do it in a caravan. What sort of caravan are you going to do? Well, you're going to get it from caravans. It's probably going to be a river or Atlantic. Now, if you're going to go off-road, you've got to be careful of the stones that you throw. You've got to be careful of the stones that you throw. And Normie Rowe sings about that. The stones that I throw by Normie Rowe. Hey, you're going to enjoy this. Bop along. Enjoy it. You probably haven't heard it in a long, long time. Normie Rowe, the stones that I throw. Here we go. Hey, it's Sunday. It's Scott Gibbons. I'm on the road with you. You're on the road with me. We're on the road together and I'm loving it. Good on you. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for the feedback you give us. Thanks for supporting our sponsors and thanks for liking the music that we play because we always try and play something Aussie. Wherever we can, it's Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. So here we go. The stones that I throw, Normie Row. Good on you. Proud.
Uh, the stones that I throw normally row. Hey, how good's that? How good is that? Especially when you're going camping and caravanning and you know you're going to chuck up rocks at the stones that I throw. I thought that was pretty good. Now, speaking of pretty good, then you've got to consider GME and GME are an Australian company and they've got the most brilliant new system going on. Brilliant new system. It's a new app and it's been developed by Australia's leading UHF radio manufacturer, which is GME. Now, if you're after a new... UHF radio as I am at the moment, GME is the place you've got to go, I would suggest to you, because they are Aussie, and they've got the best gear in the world, and, and to prove it, here's what they've got, they've got this new, this new app, which allows users to send and receive and display their GPS location with each transmission, so each time you transmit, there it is, your location, so it's called XRS, so X for X-ray, R Roger S Sierra XRS Connect Location Service. And the app utilizes the Bluetooth capability of GME XRS model UHF radios. So you get the new, you buy the new radio, the GME XRS model. And that can connect to Apple and Android smartphones and tablets. And the GME is the only, only manufacturer with Bluetooth enabled radios, said their product manager, Tony Crook. So the Bluetooth is the bridge between the radio and the phone which then enables the smartphone applications on the radios. How genius is this? It's an app that people can use quite often. It allows users to see where other UHF users are, so you can track their position and determine who is who. So thanks to the XRS Connect Location Services, users are able to send, receive, and display a short text status on the tail of transmissions selected from either predefined or user-defined statuses of up to 32 characters. This is just genius. So you get on the radio, you hit the PTT, which is the, the um, you, you talk button, and, and that will transmit your location with the voice over the UHF band. So that's what's going to happen. Then the person on the other end, assuming assuming that they have an XRS radio from GME as well, and that's connected, they'll see a display of the location they're receiving that transmission from and it'll give a compass direction and a distance on the handset and on the phone or the tablet. Oh, amazing. So essentially, the app allows the user to see where a transmission's coming from. It's clearly displayed as a pin on a map on the connected mobile device and the XRS Connect Location Services app allows maps to be downloaded and stored on a device ensuring accurate map display in offline areas, in offline areas, wow, it can be used where there's no mobile phone coverage, where there's no mobile phone coverage, the GPS in your phone works 
anywhere in the globe as long as you've got the signal from three satellites to give you a position fix. So, however, the mapping is provided over cellular data, so that's where the offline mapping comes into play. So through the app, you can select an offline area before you leave the coverage area, and you can download it and cache that within the app. So the XRS Connect Location Service, again, this is a GME radio, it also allows users to save an unlimited number of points of interest. So you can create points of interest by clicking and holding on the map. So a freeform text box then comes up, and you can call it whenever you want, which means you can navigate back to it. So for four-wheel drivers, say you stumble upon a beautiful waterfall somewhere and you want to go back to it, well, you can punch that in as a point of interest. And then if you click on that point of interest, it'll give you the GPS coordinates. So if you like, you've got the likes of a HEMA navigator, and you can then plug the coordinates in, and you can navigate to that point of interest. This is just sensational. So the XRS Connect Location Services app is ideally suited to those travelling in convoy, as it allows users to choose their own tag for easy identification and tracking of multiple users. So custom groups, this is good if you're in a four-wheel drive club, then you're a custom group. So when you go out for a day, custom groups can be created for easy management of contacts. So you can add your friends to a group, so the, the radio app will only display your friends rather than everyone who's got an XRS radio. <laughs> GME XRS radios will communicate with any other UHF radio, no matter the brand, but to receive location information through the XRS Correct or Connect Location Services app, other users need to have an XRS model radio. That makes sense. So there's two GME XRS Connect models to choose from. There's the top of the range. That's the XRS 370C um, XRS Connect Compact Hideaway uh, UHF CB radio. So that retails for about $549. And the GME XRS 330C, the other one's the 370C, the 330C, that's a super compact hideaway, and that retails for $4.99. By golly, that's good. And they're Australian. So for those who need portability rather than a fixed mount radio, GME also offers the XRS 330CP XRS Connect Portable Pack, which is supplied in a carry case and comes with a suction cap mount, a 12-volt accessory lead, a magnetic aerial, and, and all the mounting hardware, and that's $529. By golly, by golly, by golly, that is so good. And that's the new... 80 radio, that's the new 80 station radio. I've only got the 40 at the moment, so I'm ready to upgrade. So speaking of upgrading, ELEC Brakes, that's E-L-E-C, E-L-E-C Brakes, one word, gives you proportional electric braking control without any modifications to your tow vehicle. So again, it's an Australian-made solution. It's changing the way people can tow. So you can say goodbye to expensive chassis damaging tow vehicle alterations. You, you use whatever suitable vehicle you want because everything's installed on the trailer and Elect Brakes offers the freedom of a trailer mounted electric brake controller installed and ready to use in as little as, you ready? In as little as 10 minutes. <laughs> so you can fine tune the brakes response to suit changing conditions on the move with their intuitive in-car remote. So it's compatible with 12 volt and 2 and, and 24 volt vehicles. It can tow up to four and a half thousand kilograms, 4,500 kilograms, and it's got a wireless in-car remote. So the units are brilliant. You can use it on your caravan, and and it it can save you a heap of money. So it's called Elec Brakes, E L E C Brakes, B R A K E S, one word. It's the ultimate control made easy. So you get your brakes smart, get electric brakes, and it's good. 
I think you should talk to them. So elect breaks, elect breaks. So you just, they are nice people, nice people, good thing. Now, speaking of nice people, I reckon you've got to go to ARB. You go to ARB. By the way, if you want that GME radio, you go to ARB. ARB is the place to go to. But if you want Bush Ranger Nighthawk lights or you want uh, a winch, uh, whatever you want, GME, Safari snorkels, Rhino racks, whatever it be, you just got to go to ARB. Whatever it be, it's ARB. That's the way to do it. So then we've got to have a song, haven't we? We've got to have a song. Now, what do you reckon? I, do, I reckon... That GME radio, I reckon that GME XRS radio is a bit of magic. If you're going to have magic, then you're going to have Johnny Farnham. What about Johnny Farnham? I believe in magic. I think that's such a good song. Such a good song. Johnny Farnham and magic. Here, you enjoy it. And we'll be back with you in a little while. It's Scott Gibbons. It's Sunday. We're on the road together. Where she comes from, nobody knows Now that you ask me, I guess I like the way she wears her clothes The way she smiles at him, his heart just swells, it grows and grows Y'all think I'm telling you fairy tales, I suppose Don't you know it's magic?
Now, I popped into ARB the other day, ARB at Sapitas, I told you about that last week, and they are so good, really terrific people. But what they've got there, and this is going to be interesting because with the coronavirus, uh, then you may not want to sleep as closely to someone else. And what they've got is the absolute and total solution. It's, a, it's an upgraded Skydome single swag. So with the launch of a new Series 2, the Series 2 features increased ventilation for greater comfort in hot and humid environs without sacrificing its legendary protection from the elements. So like the original Skydome, Swag, the, the Series 2 features a spacious side entry with nylon mesh as well as meshed openings at the head and the foot, both with awnings. That's so good, both with awnings. So if you've ever slept in a Swag, they are so incredibly good. They're like a tent for one person and they're just comfy. So in addition, the Series 2 has got a large meshed roof opening and a meshed side panel, which all combine to provide excellent cross-flow ventilation. And the Series 2 still offers excellent weather protection in harsh conditions. It's manufactured from heavy-duty 500 GSM water and rot-proofed canvas, and it's got a heavy-duty 970 GSM PVC base with a generous 75mm high return to protect against water ingress. So it's got welded corners, it's got PVC anchor tabs, which prevent water wicking through the seams. This is a good bit of gear. So all of the Series 2, that's called the Sky Dome Series 2 from ARB, all the openings are covered by a zippered roll-up storm flap to keep the water out, should there be a change in the weather. And YKK zips are used throughout, so they're the best you can get. So the large side entry also features a rain gutter, to prevent water entry. This is just so good. The Skydome Series 2 comes with a comfortable 75mm thick corrugated foam mattress with antimicrobial additives and non-rusting machine washable cover. And the sleeping area is 2150, really generous, 2150 mils by 900 wide and the dome shape offers plenty of height so you can move around inside. It's just so good. So it's convenient features of the Series 2. Bearing in mind it's a Series 2 we're talking about. It includes a head awning with a, with a wide brim hat holder that can be accessed from inside or outside this way. It's got four internal accessory pockets for stowing items such as your phone and your wallet and your drink bottles. It's got two internal high mount hooks and a Velcro holder for securing items such as your torches, uh, your lamp, your keys, and it's got corrosion-resistant nickel-plated brass eyelets. It's supplied with durable elasticized 11mm aluminium bows for easy setup. And they're heavy-duty straps, you've got buckles, a soft carry handle for easy transportation it, once it's rolled up. It's just so good. So whether you're camping in the high country or the tropics, the Skydome Series 2 comes from ARB. ARB, that's where you've got to go. ARB. Now, one of the things that we often get questions about is is towing. How do you tow a vehicle as far as all the all the things that go with it, like the GVM, the GCM, the ATM, the GTM, the tear mass, the tow ball mass, the payload. So if you've got a pencil handy, I'll go through it and I'll go through it nice and slowly for you. So the GVM, that's your gross vehicle mass. So the GVM is the maximum allowable total mass of a fully loaded motor vehicle consisting of the tear mass, which is the mass of the vehicle, plus the load, which includes the passengers. So the GVM is the car plus the people 
plus whatever you're carrying. Like that might be your tent and your umbrella and your chairs and spare fuel and all the things like that. So that's the GVM. So gross vehicle mass. The next one is your GCM, which is your gross combination mass. So the GCM is the rating provided by the manufacturer of the tow vehicle. So that's your tow vehicle. And the maximum laden mass of a motor vehicle plus the maximum laden weight, laden weight of an attached trailer is not permitted to exceed the GCM. So your GCM, that's your vehicle and whatever you're towing. So that's your, your gross combination mass or gross combined mass. Now your ATM is your aggregate trailer mass. So the total laden weight of a trailer, which includes the tow ball mass and whatever you add as payload. So that's your water, your gas, your luggage, and the ATMs supplied or specified by the trailer manufacturer and must not be exceeded. So I hope that helps. Uh, weight distribution hitches is another thing that people talk about because the trailer's drawbar should preferably be level when being towed. So towing applies a downward force on the rear of your vehicle, which is referred to as ball weight. Now, this weight will be carried by a rear suspension or your rear suspension which can cause the back of your tow vehicle to sag and in response the front of your tow vehicle will rise and the steering will feel light due to the lower weight on the front wheel. So this can cause a loss of steering and a loss of braking performance and increased wear and tear on your rear suspension and your tyres as well. So weight distribution hitches will help return your vehicle close to the original dynamics by redistributing the effects of the ball weight to the original balance between the front and rear suspensions, thus levelling out the vehicle-trailer combination. So remember that weight distribution hitches are not a means of lowering the ball weight, and you still can't tow more than the maximum ball weight as set out by your vehicle tow bar manufacturer. So you should always consult, always consult your vehicle owner's manual or for the true towing capacity of your vehicle and match that with the correct tow bar. Very, very important. You've got to match it with the correct tow bar. Don't just use any tow bar. Go and make sure that it's it's suitable. So fitting of weight distribution hitches isn't recommended, however, with override brakes. Override brakes. Because the hitch interferes with the application and, can, and, and the release of the brakes. And that can cause a brake malfunction. So only use it with electric brakes. I've, I've got weight distribution hitches. I think they are just terrific. Just terrific. Terrific. And and you've got to allow that wherever you're going, you want to be comfortable. But with the weight distribution hitch, I was advised not to use it over rough ground, not to use it on, on off-road, and not to use it when reversing. So that's something you might want to consider, get your own advice on that, but that's the way that it was told to me when I got mine. Don't do that. That's important. Um, and then you've got to look at your insurance and everything else so that you've got your number plates your, your rear marking plates uh, can be fitted to the back of a caravan or trailer if the combined length of your tow vehicle is 7.5 metres in length or longer. So, you know, they're, they're the ones that say don't overtake a turning vehicle. Uh, do not overtake a turning vehicle. I, I think they're worthwhile having on there because they're extra visibility and it, it's things that you should be aware of. So, um, good point. Good point. Alrighty, why don't we have a little bit of music and we might go to the Easy Beach now. I reckon the Easy Beach would be terrific. If you're going to go camping, when do you think you're going to go camping? You normally think it's on a Friday. If you've got Friday on your mind, you've got to have the Easy Beach. So here they come, the Easy Beach, Friday on my mind. Hey, it's Scott Gibbons, it's Sunday. Love being with you. Monday morning feels so bad. 
everybody seems to nag Coming Tuesday, I feel better Even my old man looks good Wednesday just don't go Friday on my mind, don't you just love the Easy Beats? I do, I do, I just I just think they're fabulous, best band, best, 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 certainly one of. <laughs> now, off-highway towing tips and techniques, I think this might be really interesting for you. So you've got to be realistic as to where you're going, because a large off-road van is unsuitable for most four-wheel drive and most fire trails, because they're too high. You've got overhanging branches and things like that, so you've got to use a suitable vehicle. In most cases, a low-range capable tow vehicle is absolutely necessary. So use an off-road style coupling. An off-road style coupling is so important. It allows a bigger range of movement on the coupling as against the standard ball, which only allows about a 12-degree movement. So you need an off-road. Some things you've got to put your name down for, like some things, like you, you might want it for Christmas, you might want it for Mother's Day, you might want it for Father's Day, you might want it for your birthday, you might want it for an anniversary. If you're not going to buy it for yourself, get one of the family or all of the family to pitch in and say, this time what I'd like is... And then you get it, rather than having the wrong bit of gear, because a standard ball only gives you a 12 degree movement, and that's not enough. So have at least basic four-wheel drive skills and your knowledge of recovery techniques and how to choose the best line and use the right gear and understanding the technology in the vehicle. Have electric brakes fitted to your trailer or your caravan and also know how to set it up 
and use how to use how to use the electric brake controller correctly. That's that's so important because you know that's what you need to know. The National Caribbean and Recreational Towing Guide Edition Seven is is where all of this info is coming from. So they know the stuff. The electric brake controller should be mounted in the centre of your vehicle in order that the passenger can operate the trailer brakes as necessary. So if you can't reach it because you're driving, then your passenger should know how to use it as well. And in an off-road highway situation, set the bias on the trailer brake so that the trailer wheels will lock up before the car. Uh, and that, that prevents the trailer trying to overtake the car. Pretty important. <laughs> Good to know. So now your approach angle, your ramp over and your departure angles, and also the angles associated with your drawbar and your trailer. So your approach angle, your ramp over, your departure angle, very important. And know where the vulnerable low points are underneath both your car and your trailer. Know where your wheels of the car and the trailer are travelling. The, as the, the trailer wheels are wider apart or are they narrower than your tow vehicle. And avoid side slopes because the trailer can easily drag the rear of the car sideways and that can cause a rollover, can cause. So avoid travelling alone, practice your reversing skills. Because you're going to need to be able to reverse, so you've got to practice to reverse the combination of up or down a slope or an incline or around a corner or narrow tracks. Practice even getting into a fuel station. Practice that. You know, make sure, you know, go there early in the morning when no one else is there. You know, two, three in the morning if you want to. So when no one else is there and you can practice driving in and driving out, no one's going to worry about that. Practice your recovery skills. And, and carry the appropriate recovery gear. Ensure that the trailer and the caravan have rated, rated recovering points. So important. Again, don't buy, don't buy your, your, your D-hooks and whatnot and have just Tom the Cheap stuff. Get, go somewhere proper. Go to ARB and get yourself a proper set of gear. Ensure that the load's correctly, correctly located in the trailer and securely fastened. Ensure that you don't exceed the aggregate trailer mass as stated on your compliance plate and you don't exceed the tow vehicle's rated towing capacity and ensure that you don't exceed the tow vehicle's gross combined mass which is the total weight of your car and the trailer and that, that again, that'll be in your handbook and some vehicles have an off-road tow capacity and or a speed restriction so good to know and carry the appropriate spares to suit your trailer and your car for the trailer you should be carrying at least Spare wheel bearings, wheel nuts and studs. Because if you're going off-road, you, you go onto the internet and you'll find so many people that the problem they had was that they lost a wheel nut or they blew their bearings or whatever. And then, oh, this one's so vital. Have a proper and suitable jack that can be used to raise your, raise your trailer for changing a flat tyre or repositioning your trailer because you also need to have a suitable wheel brace for that. Important, important, important. And more important again. So there's, there's some little hints for you. There's some little hints. Now, here's another hint. If you, if, because a lot of you probably at the moment, with the caravan shows being cancelled because of the coronavirus, you're thinking, ah, I really wanted to go and see the vans. I really want to buy a van. I'm ready to go. Uh, so where do you go? Well, you can, if you want to, have a nice little drive. I'm going up there uh, this week. Uh, go up to Coffs Harbour. And if you're going to go to Coffs Harbour, then you go to Watson's Leisure Centre, which is home of the biggest and best outdoor brands. They are super people. They've, they've, they are super people. Now, they've got Jayco, and they've got a huge range of Jayco. And one of the things they've got at the moment is, is 2019 Jaycos. They've got some 2019 Jayco Silverlines on offer. 
And I think that might be a beaut thing because they're on run out. So they've got a number of those in stock. They've got to go. Some of them have got a stack of options fitted. You can tow them away straight away. And I've seen their pre-delivery section where, where Watson's Leisure Centre do the pre-delivery. And not only do they pre-deliver the van, but when you pick it up, they give you the best handover treatment. Absolutely beautiful handover treatment. They'll spend a couple of hours with you. They'll show you everything about your van. And if you want to, you can then stay up in Coffs Harbour that night, talk to them the next day. If there's any questions, they're ready to help you. They are sensational people. You might as well give them a call. They're 1300 518 083. Grab your pencil again, 1300 518 It's Watson's Leisure Centre and they're on North Boambi Road at Coffs Harbour. And Coffs Harbour is just glorious. If you haven't been there, you will love it. It is fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. So that's the Jayco 2019 Silver Line sale, and that's with Watson's Leisure Centre. Great people. Now, one of the other things you want when you're talking about great people is, is when you go and see Watson's, they're likely to have a, a, a drink with you. If you're going to have a drink, then you might as well have a shout. And if you're going to have a shout, you might as well have a little bit of Johnny O'Keefe. So here's Johnny O'Keefe and shout. I think you've got to enjoy this, Johnny O'Keefe and shout. And you make sure you go and say good day to Watson's Leisure Centre because they are good people. Back with you in just a little while. Yeah! 
look so good to me You know you make me wanna shout Throw my head back and shout Kick my hands up and shout Throw my heels back and shout Come on now Shout, take it easy Shout, take it easy Shout, take it easy Shout, take it easy Shout a little bit softer now 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 Shout a little bit louder 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 now Shout a little bit somewhere you want to go somewhere and it's a nice long drive you go to the Fort Grey camping area it's in the Sturt National Park it's accessible for all four-wheel drives and soft rotors and it's not a hard place to get to but you need to be a hundred percent prepared to come out as it's located in the most remote corner of New South Wales so it's way out northwest so the, the I'm, I'm looking at campermate.com.au and they say they love the Fort Grey camping area. They're not sure what it's all about. Maybe it's the isolation, the surrounds, the birds, or just the quiet. But the campgrounds are huge. There's around 30 acres of good, flat, sandy ground where you can pitch a tent or set up your camper trailer. And there are several shelters scattered around the grounds and some clean enviro-friendly toilets and surprisingly free gas barbecues and water's available if the tank has some in it and it's good for washing up, but that's about it. But the National Parks and Wildlife Service, they've, they've also provided skip bins for rubbish, which keeps the animals at bay, which is terrific. And for that reason, the park's always clean and enjoyable to stay at. But unfortunately, fires are not permitted due to the regulations that the timber used as a refuge for the local animals and insects. So that's something to be aware of. So out here uh, it is one of the most remote parts of New South Wales, is the Fort Grey area. You need to be well prepared with your food, your water, your fuel, your camping gear, have a reliable four-wheel drive, and don't take anything for granted. Fort Grey is regarded as one of the most remote campgrounds in New South Wales. So generally, generally, the ideal time to come out there is in winter. Winter, maybe spring, and for several reasons there's more traffic which makes for safer travelling, uh, the days are cooler, the nights are crisp, and, and there, if there's been any rain, then it just the colours just come alive. So Fort Grey is located about 
30 kilometres east of Cameron Corner. It's another option for remote camping when exploring the corner country of New South Wales. The red sand dunes, the roads, they cut a striking pose in the area, making for a spectacular scenery. Oh, and if you're a photographer, let loose, because you're going to get some great photos. The sunsets, the sunrises, the night sky, um, it'll just leave you in awe of the beauty and the colours. And every time they go out there, there's an array of birds from crows to willy wagtails, blue wrens, magpies, water birds. They just live over the hill in the nearby lake. And often they see a few kangaroos around the camp and they just mind their own business. And you might see some pigs or some evidence of pigs that have been dicking around looking for food. And the first time they went there several years ago, they just couldn't believe what laid behind the campground because there's no visible signs or views across the area letting you know what's there. But Wells Walk is a walking trail that leads you from the eastern end of the camp over one of the dunes where several small display boards highlight what was there a hundred years ago. And standing on top of the dune is the first indication that there was something here just a short distance away from the abandoned windmill which creaks in the wind. And as you follow the well-worn walking trail, it leads you around the edge of a lake and past some stone ruins and there's several break-off trails that offer short walks to different parts of the lake and back to the camp which is well worthwhile exploring. And there's large coolabar trees within the water and around the edges and they provide ample homes for the, or lovely homes for the ample wildlife. There's good, good wildlife there. And it's a great place to spend an hour or two just walking around the lake and up through the ruins and then to the top of the dune discovering and exploring the pieces of machinery that are just lying scattered through the, the grass and the bush. And, and you often wonder what's at the top of the dune at sunset and sunrise to watch the sun come. So you've got to go up there, take your photos, and you will love it. So Lake Pinaroo is just beautiful. It's hard to imagine an oversized wetland area tucked up in the northwest corner of New South Wales, but it's there. It's there, and it holds significant value for many birds and endangered animals, uh, and several threatened species have been recorded within the area, including snakes and ducks and and whatnot. So Lake Pinaroo and the surrounding wetlands cover an estimated 2,000 acres, which when in drought can take up to six years to dry out due to not having any overflow. So it's listed as a Ramsar site in 1996. It's one of 12 located in New South Wales. And so the significant wetland areas are listed worldwide to protect the biodiversity of the wetlands. So the water birds and the animals that are found within and Lake Pinaroo is, is so important to the arid area of the northwest. It holds water longer than any other wetland within the region. So it allows the bird life to survive for longer periods and allows migrating birds to stop over on their way past. That's nice. They're allowed in still. They're allowed in. <laughs> An estimated 61 species of birds have been recorded, as well as the bats and the rare snakes and endangered plants. So there's something to go to. Explorer. Charles Sturt set up a base camp there in a stockade beside the lake in 1844 for his exploration of the Simpson Desert looking for an inland sea. So you can still find some of the remains of the old Fort Grey homestead and the windmill and the original homestead was closer to the water's edge but in 74 when the lake was in flood strong winds produced high waves and destroyed the homestead. So it was moved to where it lies today but was destroyed again by waves. So there you go. Something to be aware about. I think I think that's a place we've got to put on our go-to. I think that's got to be on our go-to. So um, when, when, during his time there, the lake was dry, and on his journey he carved several letters, his name and uh, the date of 1845 in a Coolabar tree, and the letters S and an arrow were an indication of Sturt's travel, and it's only when the lake is in drought 
that that tree can be assessed by a three kilometre walk across the lake bed. So the tree finally died in 1956 flood, but the National Parks and Wildlife Service, they've put up steel posts supporting several tree limbs to stop them from falling and potentially losing that significant part of Australia's history. So it's that's a beautiful thing, beautiful, beautiful thing. Now, if you want to, what you can do is go to the Fort Grey campground site, which is part of the nationalparks.nsw.gov.au site, and that will tell you all about it. So you can explore the corner country and the outback of Sturt National Park from Fort Grey campground. It's suitable for caravans, suitable for motorhomes. There's a couple of great walks, so you can take your tent and your camper trailer, and you, they've got caravan sites, and they've got camping beside the vehicle if you want to. You just do that, and if you're going to do that, then you might as well have an ARB swag, and that's what I'd be suggesting you do. So you've got picnic tables, you've got barbecue facilities, there's toilets there, there's drinking water, cooking water. You've got to bring. You've got to bring your drinking water. You've got to bring your cooking water. You've got to bring your clothes for all weather conditions, because it can change. How much does it cost? <laughs> $6 per adult per night. $6 per adult per night. $3.50 for a child. How good's that? There's park entry fees. Uh, bookings aren't required at the campground. Campground or campsites are available on a first come, first in basis. So that's pretty good. So if you want to if you want to find out some more, then you just go to the National Parks Contact Centre. You can give them a call on 1300 072757. That's 1300 072757 or if you're part of the new world it's 13000 parks p a r k s 13000 parks p a r k s and that's the cost of a local call so that's pretty good so you can go to the Sturt visitor center so excellent 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 well that's another show for another week and it's been fabulous being with you this is Scott Gibbons you're on the road we're on the road together every sunday between 1 and 2 and if you get the chance Tell your friends to listen in as well and make sure that you look after our sponsors because without those sponsors, we don't have a show and I love being with you on Sunday. So look out for sponsors and we can come back again and again and again. Sundays between one and two, you listen in. Until next week, hey, it's Scott Gibbons. See you on the road.